Welcome to the Living in Destin, Fort Walton Beach, Florida podcast with your host, Tim Whittemore and Stephanie Durham with the Whittemore Group. From your morning coffee to those nighttime brewskis, they are here to tell you what it's like to eat, sleep, drink, play, work, and live on the beautiful Emerald Coast. All right, small steps in purchasing property here in Destin. Well, first, you should definitely connect with a real estate agent. Uh, that's the, uh, the the best thing you can do to make everything a little bit more uh, stress-free for you because, of course, if you're one of those ones that's running around thinking that you might know what you're doing, but you end up spending a lot of time asking other people that's not even in the business, or maybe Googling a lot of information, uh, don't do that. It's just best to connect with one real estate professional. That way uh, they can give you all the information that you need and uh, make sure that they narrow down what it is that you're looking for, talk about the certain areas that that might be right for you and definitely talk about the properties uh, that match what you're looking for um, really just really sit down with them and just explain your situation what you're looking for um, and then the agent will definitely be able to point you in the right direction and get you started in the entire process it's also great to just pick one agent too. It can get a little crazy, a little bit messy if you're trying to connect with multiple agents. Um, you'll end up having to explain your story uh, over and over again to different agents on you know, what your situation is, what you're looking for. Um, and there's also, it's not really fair for the agents either um, to work with a buyer who's also working with other agents. Uh, so we just try to make sure that you're exclusively working with one agent just for everybody's sake. And uh, there's no confusion involved. And there's just that one that one person, your one go-to person throughout the whole process and make it a whole lot easier for, for you and everyone else. Next, you need to make sure you get a pre-approval letter from your lender if you are financing your, your purchase. So if you haven't um, already, if you don't already have a, a lender in mind that you would like to use, the real estate professional will definitely be able to connect you with the appropriate lender for you. Um, it's best to uh, really find out what is it that you need to do to uh, be able to get your mortgage pre-approval without any hiccups. You just wanna make sure you um, know what you need to provide for them, what not to do during the process, such as uh, making a big purchase during your transaction. Uh, don't you know uh, buy another car or open up a couple more credit cards, none of that. So you just wanna make sure you, you speak with the lender that, to make sure they keep you on track and give you all the do's and don'ts when it comes to um, filling out your mortgage application and going throughout the process of, of financing a home and make sure that they get you the right numbers and that they know exactly what your budget is and that way you'll know uh, what you're shopping for. So you don't wanna go out looking for homes uh, that the price the price point is up here and later on you end up getting your pre-approval down here and that's just gonna be a disappointment for you. Um, so always just make sure you connect with the lender first, get your mortgage pre-approval and that mortgage pre-approval letter is definitely going to uh, back up your offer whenever you are ready to send one out uh, for a property of interest. It shows the homeowner that you are qualified to make that purchase. Uh, if you don't have that pre-approval letter with your offer, then you could be at a disadvantage, especially if you're competing with other buyers that do have their pre-approval letter. Um, you just wanna make sure you have it all lined up before you start the actual process. So you're, you're ready to pull the trigger as soon as you find property that you're interested in. Now, if you're not financing and you're actually paying cash, just make sure you have a proof of funds letter available that shows that uh, you do have the money that it takes to make that specific purchase. Um, that that also needs to be submitted along with your offer when you're um, getting ready to put in a bid for a house. Just make sure you have your pre, so we call it a POF, a, a 
proof of funds letter. And then again, there's the mortgage pre-approval letter from your lender if you're financing. All right, now after you get your mortgage pre-approval letter ready to go, or you have your proof of funds letter ready, you'll be able to narrow down your search. Uh, of course, at this point, your real estate agent would would already know exactly what you're looking for, your time frame, your price point, of course. So that's where the, the fun stuff really starts to come into play where you get to schedule uh, showings and start looking at some properties and figure out what you like and you, what you don't like about the properties or maybe the surrounding areas. Um, if you're investing, you'll just look at the numbers, um, check out the rental histories, maybe look at rental projections and just make sure the, the numbers line up the way you want them to and make sure the numbers do make sense before you, of course, make that big investment purchase. Um, so yes, you'll definitely um, narrow everything down. You try not to pick more than five properties at once to, to look at because it can get a little confusing and overwhelming if you just have like a list of 10 to 15 or even 20 properties to look at. Uh, it, that takes a lot of time to, to coordinate and it can just be exhausting by the end of the day trying to figure out, you know, what's right for you. So first, just try to set, down, set, set aside a, a list of five properties to look at with your real estate agent and just go from there and hopefully you'll find the right one out of those uh, first few properties that you take a look at. All right, now, once you do find that piece of property that you want to make a move on, whether if it's a home that you're going to move your family into or if it's an investment property, that's when you get with your agent and talk about the offer. You're gonna talk about how much you wanna offer, the terms of your offer, and you know you want to think about what the, the closing date you would want to have, especially if you're in the middle of relocating, you just want to make sure everything aligns up uh, and you know according to your plans. And also if you're paying cash, the, the process wouldn't take as long, uh, but you still need to make sure you just set a closing date, make sure you have your, your funds ready to go. And um, if you're not going to be present for closing, make sure that the title company has time to mail out your documents to you and you'll have time to mail them back because everything can happen so quickly. So just make sure you're ready. Um, make sure your offer is nice and strong. If you know that you're competing with other buyers, uh, we all know how crazy this market has been lately. So uh, just make sure you're prepared. And uh, you also just want to make sure you put on your offer, what you're comfortable with. You don't want to go overboard and end up shooting yourself in the foot later on. Um, and you have items or terms on your offer that you can't even hold yourself up to. So just make sure everything makes sense to you and everything um, is doable for you in, in the terms of the contract. And you, you just uh, stay within your budget, of course. Don't, don't think that um, just because you're approved for a certain amount doesn't necessarily mean that you have to purchase a home up at, you know, at that amount. You have to be comfortable with your monthly mortgage payments as well. Um, so yeah, just make sure that you're um, fully comfortable with what you have on your offer before you submit it over. And uh, once you send that over, the uh, owner is either going to accept your offer or they're going to reject your offer, or maybe they'll even do a counter offer. Uh, when they counter, that just means that they're not exactly saying no. There's parts of your offer, or it could be one part, or it could be two or three items on your on your offer that they don't agree with. So they'll just uh, make a little change and say, um, you know, they're going to change the purchase price to this amount, or maybe they don't want to pay the title fees. Um, whatever it is that you have on there that they might not agree with, it's going to be on that counter offer. Um, so you're going to look at the the terms of that, and if you do agree with everything that they're wanting to change. You sign that counter offer and boom, you're under contract. Uh, however, if you don't agree with what they put on there, that doesn't mean it's a, you know, it's, it's a wrap. You need to move on to the next property. Uh, you can just counter again and just put what you want to change or what you're willing to agree to and just go from there. You can just go back and forth as many times as you need to until uh, you and the seller come to a meeting of the minds 
and come to an agreement and get yourself under contract. Um, but uh, if you do end up getting your, if your contract, your offer ends up getting rejected, just don't be sad. Don't be too sad. I mean, I know it might it hurts a little bit, just, you know, especially if it's a property that you're super, super excited about, you might feel a certain way, but don't worry about it. It probably just wasn't meant to be. And just uh, come up with a list of a few more properties to take a look at and try again. All right, but once you're, you're, you do have an offer that's accepted, you are officially under contract, that's when the whole process begins. If you're financing, you can expect the process, the, the transaction to take anywhere from 30 to 45 days, or you know whatever it is that you set as your closing date. Just allow time for everyone to do what they need to do. Um, allows time for the lender to do everything on their end, the, the title agent, uh, you as a buyer, you wanna make sure you get your inspections done. Um, and just ask, have time to ask for repairs and give the seller time to make some repairs. We would need to make sure there's time for an appraiser to go out and appraise the property. There might be a survey that's needed. Uh, so there's just a whole lot of, uh, a lot of items involved, lots of turning wheels throughout the transaction. Um, so you just want to make sure that you you stay on track, uh, make sure you stay in contact with the uh, real estate agent. Hopefully they are uh, a great enough agent to where they stay in contact with you and make sure that you're keeping uh, keeping on track on everything that you need to do on your end as the buyer. Um, but it's just as long as everything runs smoothly, the process should be just easy peasy. But of course, it's not always the case. There could be little hiccups here and there. But again, your real estate agent is there to help you throughout those little bumps in the road that you might come across. But again, that's another reason why it's great to have a real estate agent to help you throughout the process. All right, now once you get towards the end of the transaction, everything's done, uh, you got your your uh, mortgage approved, the everything's set uh, with your home, the seller's moved out, cleared out the house, it's all cleaned up, ready to go. You're gonna do your final walkthrough and make sure everything is the way that it's supposed to be. And then you get to go to the title office and sign a stack of papers. It won't be as much if you're paying cash, but you still have to sign some documents. And uh, once all that's said and done, you get the keys to your new property and voila, that's it. I know it uh, seems like it may be a lot, but again, as long as you know what you're doing, you connected with a real estate agent in the beginning and your mortgage lender um, stays in great contact with you and tells you everything that you need and what you need to do about the process. Um, it really shouldn't be uh, too too hard of uh, an experience to purchase property here in Destin, Florida. Uh, just also make sure that you know the differences with, you know, what's involved with purchasing a condo or, you know, any HOA community, you're going to have to make sure you look into, you know, the entire picture, not just the property and uh, make sure that you don't have any surprises after closing. Like maybe you weren't aware of certain rules and regulations, restrictions um, in, the, in the neighborhood that you don't exactly agree to, but um, yeah, just make sure you have everything, uh, all the information that you need prior to closing, just so you don't end up regretting it after the fact. Um, but hopefully that won't be the case and you're just uh, live happily ever after with your new home or your new investment property. If it's investment property, I really do hope that it brings you lots and lots of money. This is a great area to purchase uh, investment property and because of all the vacation rentals that are available, it's the Emerald Coast, everybody wants to come visit here. So vacation rentals are a really great uh, piece of investment for, for you to just make sure you maybe have it on your plans later if you're just purchasing a, a home for now. Um, or if you're really just looking for a second home, you can do that as well and just uh, look into purchasing a, you know, a vacation home for you and your family to visit and not even use it as an investment. Um, just keep it all to yourself if you choose.
That's all we got for today. To learn more about Destin, Fort Walton Beach, Florida, make sure to hit that subscribe button and please leave us a review. Also, make sure you check them out and subscribe to their YouTube channel, Living in Destin, Fort Walton Beach, Florida. And make sure to follow them on Facebook and Instagram. If you are thinking about moving, relocating, or investing in Destin, Fort Walton Beach, or anywhere between Pensacola and Panama City Beach, make sure to give them a call, send them a text, or email, because they have your back when moving to the Emerald Coast of Florida.